Look at my butt. Show number 193 of Look at His Butt Special Convention Report. Hello, Mr. Hello there, WWKD. What would Kirk do? What would Kirk do? <laughs> oh my God. Well, what would Kirk do? He would sweep me into his arms. I'm sorry? <laughs> I would sweep you into my arm. And no, I'd sweep you under the carpet is what I meant. No, no, no. It's just the first thing that came to mind. Come here. Come here. Here's what Kirk would do. Come here. That a girl. Are you going to be able to stand this? I, I will do my best now. All right. And I would love to incorporate it into my act. And you'd like to what? She's a singer. And she'd like she's a singer. And, she, and, and I ask her to sing a song. Well, if you have a song in life, she'll put your song into her act. She'll put my song into her act. If you have a I, I made an album. I know. Okay. So I, I wrote several, I wrote all the songs. Billy Sherwood did the music. Uh, Ponder the Mystery is, is the name of the new album. Take any one of those songs. Don't, and don't tell me about it, because otherwise people have to pay money. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Jungle Kitty, reporting from Cloud Nine. <laughs> because as everybody just heard, that was the sound. That was the actual sound of you touching, hugging, and kissing William Shatner. Yes, it was so amazing. It, I could not believe this was happening. It was so <laughs> cool. And as everybody could hear, the place went crazy. Everybody was clapping and screaming and ooing and aahing. And then for the rest of the day, you've been a celebrity. Yes. People were stopping you in the hallway. You're going, congratulations. You're the lady that William Chatner hugged. So just to put in a little context, we're obviously at the con. We're at the con. <clears throat> and I am wearing my T-shirt that has big letters on it say WWKD, yep. big letters. Big letters. Then underneath smaller letters says, what would Kirk do? Yep. And so when they say, okay, let's do questions, I hip-hopped up there. And I was about the third person on our side. Mm -hmm. And I was ready to ask a question. And as you can hear, I got as far as, hello, Mr. Shatner. And he went, W-W-K-D. And then it just went from there. And it was so amazing. I got the most amazing hug from him. (laughs) 
and I kissed him on the cheek. Oh, you did. You gave him a big I kiss. I stumbled off stage. I could hardly even walk. Oh, it was it was so amazing. Um, you handled yourself like a complete pro. You really did. You took advantage of the situation. An opportunity presented itself, and you were there. You grasped it. Um, you went for it. You said yes. Yes. You did everything that Bill would have done in that situation. Yes. It was great. It was just great. And you got to hug him. I got I got to hug him. And as I have told you several times, he felt very warm. His arms are oh. very strong. Oh. He hugged me very close. Oh. He did. It was a genuine. You could tell from the audience that it was a very genuine. It wasn't a standoff kind of pat on the back a little no. bit. Hugged. It was a big hug. This is a real hug. Well, and I put my arms around him and hugged oh, back. I could see that. Everybody could see that. I mean, he's got a pretty woman in his arms. He's not going to give you a little, like, pat on the back. Oh, I know. He's going to go for it. It was so amazing. So um, the woman who was sitting in front, first of all, then when it was over, mm-hmm. I was coming back to our seats, which were, what, like halfway back, yeah. maybe? I'm passing people now. I'm grinning like mad. People mm-hmm. are grinning at me and going, congratulations. <laughs> And one of the women right in front of us um, had what looked like a really good camera that Mm -hmm. she was filming with. And uh, so I asked her later, did Mm -hmm. you get any of that on film? And and she said she didn't think so. And then I asked another person who said, I think my friend did. So I Mm -hmm. gave her one of our look at his butt cards to please contact me if she got photographs or, or film of it. I'm also going to contact Creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they are very stingy about giving out any of their mm-hmm. their stuff, but um, maybe they'll give you a photograph or about, a still or something. Uh, yes, yeah, something that would be something good. that would be so amazing. But you know, we listened to the recording because what I did, you're not allowed to record. Yes, but I had my phone in my hand and I was taking pictures. Mm-hmm. I haven't even looked at them mm-hmm. of Bill, and I realized. Um, I could record on my iPhone mm-hmm. if I was subtle about it. So right before I got up there or when he was doing the question before mm-hmm. me, I started recording and I just either held onto my phone or put it in my pocket. I can't remember which. And so it was so exciting to us to mm-hmm. find that the audio recording came actually worked. It came out good. You could hear him. You could hear you. And you could hear the crowd. It all oh. sounded really, really good. <sighs> It was great. Yeah, I, I saw that there were the signs all over the place saying recording is strictly prohibited. And I thought, well, that's a rule we're going to break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were people filming, openly filming, and yeah. not professional photographers. No, but people, people in the, the audience. audience who were not just holding up their little iPhones, but it set up professional cameras they had on tripods. tripods. Yes, they did. So, so I'm I, not, I'm not feeling bad about that. No, at no, all. no, not at all. So. That was good. So just to back up a little bit, um, at, so we got to the con last night, Friday night, and we kind of looked around, did some stuff. Um, people who were following us on Twitter might have seen that um, we we drove here, and then we had, we went to drive to look for a place to eat um, and drove a good 30 minutes or so before ending up at a McDonald's because apparently there aren't any nice restaurants around no, here that no. you can eat at, which just boggles the mind a little bit. Um, and had a nice evening of watching some stuff, which we'll be talking about. We will. We will get to that. That was interesting. And then got up today, had our breakfast, went to the con. We looked at some of the dealer stuff um, and got down there in time for Bill. And um, he was very good. He was very entertaining. He came on. They were running a little bit late, of course. Oh, of course. And um, he didn't really have any prepared stuff. 
uh, which, you know, it's kind of hit or miss. Sometimes he has stuff mm -hmm. that he wants to talk about, but today he just told a couple funny stories and then he said, let's just do Q&A. And so everybody scrambled to run up there yep. because people were not prepared to do the questions straight off. Right, right. So you jumped up very, um, you know, you were right on and you just jumped up there and started doing it. And um, he talked about all kinds of stuff. He talked about... The motorcycle thing coming up, right? The, the watch. watch he helped design. Um, um, what else? Star Trek Five, right? He talked about pranks. He talked about um, Boston Legal a little yes, bit. Talked yes. about Spader. Um, talked about a new movie that he's going to be doing about horses. Um, just you know the usual stuff. Just busy, busy, busy. He was funny. He made fun of a guy for yawning who was sitting in the front. Oh, yes, that was pretty funny. Yes. And he just seemed to be having a good time. And then uh, Kate Mulgrew come out, mm -hmm. came out, and they were and they more or less pushed her out on stage because Bill was running oh, so was far over time. According to their talking. schedule, Bill was going to be on stage for twenty five minutes. <laughs> that will never happen. So she just barged out there and sat down, and they just chatted for a while about insects and all sorts of things. And then they started taking some questions themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, eventually they made him leave because he had to go do auto pictures. Pictures and autographs. Right. Yeah. And she talked for a little while longer. And then we got to see uh, John Tenuto do some really interesting stuff about some Star Trek trivia. And then he was also doing a little presentation about Star Trek history through newspaper clippings, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking to him a little bit later yes, today. Yes, we are. So we'll have that interview and then we made our way back to one of the dealer rooms that we hadn't seen before and we made some new friends yes we met uh, a couple guys who are from an improv troupe here in chicago yeah. that do a star trek improv once a month i don't know how i never knew about this <laughs> uh they also do a podcast so we exchange cards and i thinking you know we're going to interview each other or you know things like that mm -hmm. And then you pointed out that the people right next to him were the people who did Klingon Christmas Carol. Yes. So we did, it was two women. We talked to them for a while. And I told them I had seen the show mm -hmm. and how much I loved it and the parts I, I really loved a lot. Mm -hmm. And we said, you know, we're always happy to help promote Star Trek events. Yep. And, you know, gave him a look at his butt card and said, you know, get in touch when you're ready to start promoting it. We'd love to, to interview mm -hmm. people and, you know, just help you build that audience yeah. and build our audience of but course. that was very exciting yes that was really cool um and we looked around at the stuff we took some pictures of stuff we spent a lot of time going oh i have that and that and that and that and that at a lot of the the stuff that was mm -hmm. there and i was really happy to see that there was at least one piece of galaxy quest um yes. stuff that was there it was a framed picture of tim allen as jason nesmith so yes was good. and i believe it was autographed it was it? autographed yes, yes, yes that's true yes that was cool <laughs> Always good to have at a Star Trek convention. So tonight we think we're having a room party, but um, everybody we've met and said, are you going to be around tonight? You want to mm -hmm. come to a room party? They're like, I'm only here for the day. Yeah. So we know a couple of our look at his butt friends are here, Amanda yes. and Cheryl, at least. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have given them the information what room we're in. We're going to, you know, invite John Tenuto and whoever's with him if they want to mm -hmm. um, join us. And we better clean up. Yeah, we better clean up a little bit. At least make the beds. And <laughs> That'll be good. Clear the crap off the chairs and stuff so people can sit down. That's right. Um, and we've got some more stuff that we wanted to watch. Yes. Because there's always that. Um, and we have caught up on our Sarai reviews as well. So we'll, yes. We'll definitely oh yes, we have, we have some wonderful things. But I still I cannot believe that happened. Mm -hmm. Like I was telling you, it's 
a fantasy no. come true, you know? So wonderful. Just <sighs> so very wonderful that that happened and you got to hug him and he hugged you and he singled you out for hugging. Yes. Oh, I, I just tell you, I'm so glad I wore my WWKD t-shirt, yeah. and, which I will never wash again. <laughs> and the t-shirt and I were crushed against Bill's chest. You were. You absolutely were. And and as I said, the one thing I really noticed was when he looked at your shirt and when you said, what would Kirk do? And you explained it to him. He really laughed. Yes. He really genuinely laughed. It wasn't a fake laugh and it wasn't mm-hmm. a I'm feigning interest laugh. He really actually laughed. And yes. it was wonderful to hear. Yes. Really nice. Oh, it was, it was so special. <laughs> was great so that's our con report so far yes do Um, we want to post this individually or make it a segment in the show i think we'll probably make it a segment okay okay a lot more and and uh, stuff is going out on twitter so if you haven't gone to our twitter feed go back and check and there's stuff on facebook as well yeah i put i posted something to our facebook Mm -hmm. page and something to bill's facebook page Mm -hmm. and uh and everyone is jealous and everyone (laughs) here is jealous And I'm just so happy. It's wonderful. So um, go back and listen to that audio again to hear just how wonderful it was. Yes. So now we're sitting here in our room, and we've got some fans here. We're so happy that they decided to come and talk to us. So we're going to ask you standard questions that we always ask everybody. So the first question for Amanda is, how did you get into Star Trek? Well, I got into Star Trek because my mom and my dad are both Star Trek fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom's definitely the more of the Star Trek fans. Mm-hmm. She, uh, back in the 80s, I guess, um, taped all of episodes off of TV. <laughs> so it's like we had all the episodes on cassette before I think that was even something you could buy. So I grew up seeing the episodes a million times. Uh, watched the um, animated series mm-hmm. and saw most of the movies in the theater. So you've seen the movies? Mm-hmm. Seen all the movies? Yes. Okay. Seen the animated series? Mm-hmm. You've seen all of the original series? Have you seen all of the subsequent series? No. Um, what have you seen? <laughs> well, <laughs> we just need to know. We did not watch The Next Generation when it first came out mm-hmm. because my mom hated it. <laughs> I think like, I like your mom. <laughs> she liked the bald captain. She didn't like the weird guy with the visor. Uh, <laughs> but I did get into it like in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to like Voyager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the weirdest thing is I just could not stand Kate Mulgrew. Me neither. <laughs> uh, and she's a close talker, and I just felt very uncomfortable watching the show. But now I'm watching um, Orange is the New Black, mm-hmm. and I love her in it. Uh, <laughs> so it was really the character and not her, I maybe? Guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, um, what else was there? DS9. DS9. Um, never really watched that. Mm-hmm. Didn't watch Enterprise. Nobody watched Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. Okay. Um, of the movies, which mm-hmm. is your favorite movie? Definitely uh, Khan. Okay. Yeah. And Kitty. I've 
as I say, uh, I was so happy when I heard your review of uh, Into Darkness <laughs> because I had the same reaction. I was so mad. Oh, yeah. And Roger had seen it first without me, and then we went together, and he, he was not ready for that anger. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hated the first new movie so much, and we had each seen it separately, mm-hmm. that we went to a drive-in to see it together so we could talk all the way through it <laughs> yeah. about how much we hated it. Mm-hmm. It was better that way. It was. But, you know, I've seen that the first one now too many times because we I saw it, with Logan, I think, the mm-hmm. first time. And then I saw it with you at the drive-in. And then you and I watched it together with the Rift Tracks. Oh, but Rift Tracks made it well, That was funnier. And then, <laughs> But then I had to watch it like twice more with my family with the Rift Tracks because they hadn't seen it and uh-huh. they wanted to see it and then we ended up watching it. So I've seen it so many times now and it, it doesn't get any better even I'm with so the Rift sorry. Tracks. I know. It's just, it's not good. It's really yeah. not good. I think that the actors are probably decent. Mm-hmm. But the writing is just so bad, so unoriginal. Yeah. We were talking with um, John Tenuto before about um, the difference. We were talking specifically about Kirk Mm -hmm. and um, how in the original series, what we got used to was Kirk solving problems on the bridge. And that was actually carried through in the subsequent series that the bridge is really the heart of everything. And that's where problems get solved. Even in Next Generation, you know, they would go to the conference room and they would do stuff, but then on the bridge, that was where stuff got solved. In the new movies, they're never on the bridge. No, they're just running through They're the running halls. around. They're, they're doing mm-hmm. stuff. So they're like, when is Kirk ever sitting in the captain's chair? Never. never. He's never actually in the captain's chair. And that's just a real shift away from... But that's good. That Kirk should not be in a captain's chair. So it, it's just a totally different focus on what's going on and who's responsible, right? If he's not sitting in the captain's chair, he's not actually responsible for what's going on because he's not really the captain of the ship. Mm-hmm. So... It's it's a totally different take, and I, I think we've kind of agreed that we don't really need to see the next one. I don't think I don't so. Unless we go to a drive-in. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> maybe just watch it with the riff tracks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we can do it. Okay. Um, next question is, do you agree with the theory that the um, even-numbered movies are the good ones and the odd-numbered <laughs> ones are the not-so-good ones? Um, I don't, because I actually like three. Oh, okay. And that, yeah, See, this I is good. This is good. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about the other odd numbers? There's oh, I, five is five the Shatter movie. Well, yeah. I don't really count the other ones, so five <laughs> and one are not good. And then three. And then seven is the Generations movie. No. No. <laughs> no. But, yeah, three, I think, is, is right up there. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a wonderful sequel to Khan, and it's, you know... And it has great moments, like... Uh, when we were kids, our the VCR had this feature where you could tell it to, you would tell it where you wanted to start, mm-hmm. and then where it would end, and then it would loop it. <gasps> so we would loop uh, Kirk falling out of the chair, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when uh, Kirk and the Klingon are fighting on the planet, mm-hmm. Kirk does this amazing flip, like whoo, like he the Klingon lifts his leg up and yes. flips. So we would it would. Whoosh, Back and forth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then but at, but at, without the funny stuff though, it, I actually think it is a good movie. I, I mean, the stealing of the Enterprise. Well, and what I liked about that movie from the get go is it's all Kirk. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody else is kind of along and they have their little bits, but 
He is the action. He's leading the action. They're searching for Spock. Spock isn't even there until the last 10 minutes. Which I don't hate Spock, but, you know, I got really sick of the Spock people at one point. So mm-hmm. That's great. Um, and before, you were telling us a little bit about how you had your picture taken with, with Bill yes. today. So could you just tell us a little so everybody can hear sure. your story? Um, I've never done that before, so I had no idea what to expect. So Roger and I um, stood in line. And uh, it actually seemed like most people around us had, this was their first time also, so nobody really knew what was going on. But we, uh, it moved incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. The line was so long, and we were at the end of it, and <sighs> it just, it went so fast. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we entered a room where Bill was, and uh, we, the line was still kind of going on, so we had time to actually look at him and see him. And he was uh, interacting with uh, everybody, he shook a few hands, mm-hmm. uh, said a few words to people, and uh, then, I'll, you know, before we knew it, it was our turn, and uh, so I'm wearing the I Slept With Kirk shirt, <laughs> so he did notice that at the last second, he said, I Slept With Kirk, <laughs> and I was too dumb to, to think of anything clever to say, so uh, I just, uh, I touched his shoulder, I put my mm-hmm. arm around him, touched his shoulder, smiled for the picture, uh, luckily, I don't look crazy because I thought I would be so excited I'd probably forget how to smile. <laughs> and um, then I said thank you, and he said, you're, I think he said you're welcome, or he said thank you back, and then it was done, and then I thought I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> 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 I, I, I actually did kind of feel like crashing, like it was so exciting, and then it was done. I mm-hmm. like, oh, can't believe it. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. And you touched him. I know. <laughs> And I saw his chest hair. <gasps> I did. <laughs> That's exciting. That's good news. Very exciting. <laughs> Bill's been everywhere today. And oh, everybody's got a little bit of Bill today. I know. We wanted to let the listeners know that, um, if it's okay to mention names. Yeah. Okay. Amanda and Roger you know, came here to our room. We had invited them, and they brought us cookies. They did. They're delicious and cookies. And they brought us a cool Kirk thing, which is a wine stopper. We'll, we'll have to post a picture of it. Oh, yeah. But it, it looks like a really nice one, plus it's got Kirk on top of it. And who would I want sitting on my wine if not Captain Kirk? And it says, beam me up, right on the front of it. <laughs> on top to of the do wine. It. And the best, as far as I'm concerned, is Amanda got on video on her camera, yes. at least part of yours truly, Jungle Kitty, and Bill in a clinch. <laughs> so, um, that's just going to be too exciting. <laughs> Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We love our listeners, and we love hearing from you. Send email to lookathisbutt at gmail.com and leave comments at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. Check us out on Facebook, too. Still recording on the trusty MacBook Pro. We're still here. It's Sunday morning. Oh, it's Sunday afternoon, I think. No, no, it's Is not it? yet. Oh, it's not, not it's not. It's not yet noon. So that's good. We're awake and we've had breakfast and it's not yet noon. That's I know. pretty good for a con weekend. It really is. It really is. <laughs> yeah. We're having such a great time. 
And I wanted to share something with Lena and with all of you. This is an email that came just a few days ago from Margaret Haney. Margaret! So we, and uh, she says, hello. Hello. I feel compelled to send any interesting Bill stories your way. <sighs> of course. Now, I can't believe I didn't see this. While scrolling through the comments on Bill's Facebook page, mm-hmm. I came across this. And this was posted by someone named Liz Larrabee. And it says, the Dark Ages. <laughs> You were in Venice, Florida. Isn't that where Impulse was filmed? I think it was, yes. Yeah. I snapped you between the cross and the flag. What? You reached for my new camera, fondled it. What? Grinned and said, this feels like a woman. What? <laughs> so, since we're so palsy... <laughs> No, I won't travel to Las Vegas to gawk at you, but I might consider it if you dance the night away with me before I turn 89, or I drop dead, whichever comes first. Liz. Wow. And Margaret says, Bill saying this feels like a woman about anything is a highly plausible scenario. Yes, absolutely. So I tend to believe such stories. Then she did a little more research. Update. Great. I contacted Liz, the woman who made the comment. Amazing. And she confirms he actually said this feels like a woman. But really, did we have any doubts? Here's a bit of context information from her email to me. Oh, Margaret, you are amazing. This is why we love our listeners because they are intrepid and they follow up and they get the real story. Yes. Here's the context information. As I recall, he appeared at the dedication of a new addition to the hospital. (laughs) Okay. Then my grandson and I followed him inside the building where I cornered him. He posed with teenage Dustin as if he had all the time in the world. I regret that I didn't propose to him then and there. I'd have waited if he were taken, but I wasn't as aggressive as I am now. And here's the picture (gasps) she took. Oh, oh, Bill. Oh, he looks nice. Yes. Wow. So that looks like... Uh, maybe Star Trek Two-ish era. Mm. I'm judging by the toupee. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure. But that isn't that wonderful. That's a great story, Margaret. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. A camera. This feels like, like a, a woman. woman. <laughs> he says that about everything. Everything. <laughs> Anything. Everything. He's in the supermarket. Yep. Fondling the fruit. fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bill. Um, I also want to share something that happened in the dealer's room just a few minutes ago. Oh, please. With my sister, who is at her first Star Trek con, but only the dealer's Mm. room. (laughs) Anyway, I said, let me take a picture of you, you know, Mm -hmm. with this Trek stuff so you have evidence that you're actually at a Star Trek convention. (laughs) And she picks up two of the triples, and she holds them, and I take her picture, and I said, now you have triples instead of boobs. And she goes, they're real, and they're triples. <laughs> Which I liked a lot. That's and they were very vibrating. Good. Oh, and they were vibrating. Okay, oh, I wasn't aware that of that. explains the big smile. Uh, mm. You know, when we were walking around last night, I uh, they somebody had triples, and they were making the scared triple noise, mm-hmm. and they were stuck. And they would, I could hear them making that noise over and over and over again. And I think that must be the worst thing in the world to have them stuck in the on position and yes. just making that screeching noise. Yeah. That was pretty horrible. Well, remember when we had the flip 
Definitely couldn't get it to shut up. <laughs> but it made the scared triple noise yes, when it went, you know, when I it know, was but, but, signaling But we you. couldn't figure out how to do it properly. It was going off, like, randomly. That was, that was not know, good. That we're was so not good. lame. Oh, okay. We're so lame. So, uh, to recap, we had a great time last night. Yes, we, we had did. a lovely party, and um, you'll hear up, upcoming, we'll, we'll drop in a little interview we did with Amanda, who came to the yes, party. Yes, Amanda and Roger. And they brought us presents. They did. They brought us great presents. They brought us fabulous uh, ginger, ginger cookies. Ginger cookies, because they, they know we like Werner's ginger ale. Yeah, right the cookies were great. They're great, and I think we still have some. Yeah. And they brought us a Captain Kirk wine stopper. It's awesome. It's Captain Kirk, and it doesn't look anything like him. It looks like Tommy Beardmore, yep, and actor it, friend of mine. And that makes it better, because yes. it doesn't look like him. And um, he, it says, beam me up on it. And it's a, a real, like, actual wine stopper. It's got the little um, uh, seal around it, so yes. you can push it in, and it actually keeps the wine from, from spoiling. So that's good. So it's useful. Yes, that was, we thought that was amazingly sweet and thoughtful yeah. of them. And we had a wonderful, wonderful We chat. just talked Trek for, like, two hours. Yes. They were here, and we told stories and just shot the shit. It was great. It was mm-hmm. really, really fun. So yes. that was an awesome party. Um, so that was last night and, and this morning. One oh, other thing. Oh, yes. Last night we did like a one-hour interview with John Tenuto. <gasps> That's right. And we are going to have to post that. It'll be a separate thing because yes. it is an hour. But it is so interesting. And he's so well-spoken and just, you know, knows so much and, and has um, like a philosophical mm-hmm. idea on, on Star Trek and 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 fandom. Mm-hmm. So um, you're going to want to listen to that because we could have talked to him all night I long. think we will be talking to him again. Um, I think so. Because he's fascinating and, and funny, too. Yes. Uh, and and ha- shares our obsession with William Shatner, which is uh, always a plus. The in, most um, important thing. The most important thing. So that was great. It was really, really good. Do you need to check that? No. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we, we also wanted to recap some of what we were watching because we were doing some media viewing while we were mm-hmm. here. So the very first thing is we wanted to talk about the weird Mission Impossible episode that we spoke of in our last real podcast. Yes. So this was um, the one in which uh, Bill is a time traveler, but not really. Yes. And it's called Encore. It's available on YouTube. If you want to watch it, just go to YouTube and search for Mission Impossible Encore, and it's in five parts, so you can watch the whole thing. And it is only five parts, so um, we will tell you, once you've watched the whole thing through and you get to the end of part five, there isn't any more. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case you watch it and you go, where's the ending? That is the ending. That is the ending. ending. And it doesn't make sense, so just don't think that there's supposed to be an epilogue or anything. No, no. That's the end. Let me, uh, I'll quickly try to recap the strangeness. Um, Okay, so the Mission Impossible team is given this mission. There is a criminal Mm -hmm. who's in his 60s. His name is Tommy Kroll, Kroll. and he's played by William Shatner, Mm -hmm. who um, they've never been able to catch catch him or get enough evidence to to put him away. And there's one person left, an old lady Mm -hmm. in an oxygen tent in a hospital, who has agreed that, you know, she will testify about this murder he committed 30 years ago? 1937. Okay, 1937. I just remember that because they said 1937 in the episode about 50 times. Okay. (laughs) But, of course, before she can testify or anything, Kroll has one of his henchmen blow up her room in the hospital. He blows her up real good. Real good. So um, the Mission Impossible team is told, you've got to get get this evidence. Mm -hmm. So the scheme they come up with is (laughs) so bizarre. But what they're going to do is convince... Tommy Kroll, that he 
somehow is young again and has gone back in time to that day mm-hmm. in 1937 when he killed this person mm-hmm. and that they've never been able to find the body of. So they chloroform him at his barber's, <laughs> take him away, um, dye his hair, put like silicon something on his face so he looks really young again, um, inject something in his legs so he no longer limps, mm-hmm. And uh, and and they they take him to this movie set, this old movie set, and they say we got to make sure he stays in these two blocks. And somehow, in like four hours, they have set it up to be an exact replica of his apartment mm-hmm. and his street and everything else. So, and all the actors and everybody are are people he knew, you know, and and his partner also. So Bill wakes up and he's, you know, very confused what the hell is going on. And of course they are doing various things. They have a 1937 plane flyover, mm-hmm. you know, to convince him this is real. And they're reenacting what they know about that day. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, his partner, the real one, who's mm-hmm. also old and wearing a really bad grayish wig, um, has found out something's going on. So he's looking for Tommy. Well, meanwhile, they're going through the day, and the guy who's playing his partner is saying, Tommy, we really got to talk about this, you know, trying to get the evidence in the most uh, obvious way possible. Non-subtle way, yes. Yes, and uh, and Tommy, Bill, says, they'll never find that body, not where I've hidden it. (laughs) And then, for some reason, they go to where he's hidden it, which is in a secret room in the basement Mm -hmm. of, I believe, his apartment. I don't think it's his apartment. I think it's the basement of a speakeasy that they went to. Okay, yeah, whatever. So, um, uh, so the Peter Graves, you know, gets on the horn and mm-hmm. and says, "We've got it. It's a secret room in the basement of such and such a building." And so Bill now is trying to break into that mm-hmm. room, but it's not there because they didn't build it. They didn't know they it was didn't there. Know about it, yeah, and he's freaking out. Meanwhile, all the IMF people just run away. They just leave. And and so do all the actors. Yes. And everybody. So now he comes up the stairs from this basement, and it's completely deserted, and there's newspapers blowing all over the place. Like, it's some post-apocalyptic, <laughs> you know, like, plague has, has just taken everyone away. It's very, very weird. Yep. And meanwhile, his partner, the old guy, has found out sort of what's going on, that Tommy's at this movie studio, and he shows up, and Bill, meanwhile, has wandered over to a Wild West set, and so it's very high noon. Yeah. They're, they're meeting in the middle of the street. And and Bill, meanwhile, because it's past the six-hour oh, limit, yeah. is, is starting to look old again, so he's got his limp back. And his face is melting. His face is melting. And, um, and they just stand in the middle of the street and stare at each other, and that's the end. And that's the end. It's very existential. It's weird. It's really weird. And so we were like, so the whole point of this, this elaborate, expensive exercise was to gather enough evidence to arrest him for crimes that he committed, but they don't arrest him at the end. They just no. leave him wandering around on this movie lot right? to confront this other gangster. Like, are they going to arrest them both? Are they going to let them shoot each other? Are they going to have a fist fight in the middle of the Old West set? I mean, what the heck? Yeah. What are they going to do? And yeah. that's never made clear. That's just the end. That's just the end. It's so strange. This now, goes to prove, excuse me, that there is no statute of limitations. <laughs> we just heard from our in-studio audience yes. pointing out there is no statute of limitations on murder, which is very true. Um, 
What I was going to say, the pluses are Bill looks really good. Oh, he did look good. So this was, I believe, 1972. So it was only a few years after Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And um, in his uh, young man makeup, which was just him looking like he normally does, um, he had a good toupee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked very tan, very fit, very slim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was noticing that... <clears throat> Unusually for Bill, he had very little dialogue in this. Yes. He had a lot of, of good acting to do because he was supposed to be confused and not know what was going on. He had a lot of business with cops. He had some good Shatner swallows. Yes. Which was really nice to see. He had a lot of running. Uh, he had a gun to play with. I'm sure he liked that. Yes. And he had a girl to put the moves on. Because the gun feels like a woman. Yeah, right. <laughs> So there, there was a lot of good acting stuff, but he didn't actually get to talk very much. So that, no, was, that was kind no. of weird. Yeah, it was. But that was very strange, but certainly um, well worth adding to our, our bank of knowledge. Right. So, so if anybody watches this and they have any more insight into the ending of this particular or thing. Or any of it. Just let us know what you think, because we all thought it was weird. Um, um, uh, someone else that we knew watched it before us and said, that ending was weird. I didn't understand that. <laughs> and, and we were like, oh, that, that means we need to watch it. And then when we finished watching it, we looked at each other and said, that was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, and at the end of part four, we're going, how many more parts are there? Yeah. And you said five, and it's each part is only like 10 minutes long. And we're going... Well, how are they going to wrap this up? They got to wrap it up really quick because yeah. so far it's just Bill being confused and suspicious. Yeah, and, it was yeah. it was so strange that they they did it like that. It, it was weird. Like the the setup for it took so long. It took like half the episode just mm-hmm. to get the whole setup happening, and then him and re- Bill's unconscious and being carried around right, from place right. to place. And then the whole like reliving the six hours of that day took about five minutes. Right. They just oh, and that's the whole thing it. is yeah. the makeup. And the hair dye and and whatever was making him not limp all had a time limit of six hours. Right, because they have to do that. They have to put the arbitrary time limits on things. Yes. Because the IMF, they're miracle workers, but they're not real miracle workers. (laughs) So that was an interesting thing. You know, I'm glad we watched it. It was was a neat sort of thing to do. Um, Let's contrast that with the other thing that we watched. The Ray Bradbury Theater. The Playground. The Playground, which was not good. Really. Um, this was on HBO. Yeah. I believe in the 90s. Yeah. And each episode was based on a story by Ray Bradbury, sort of introduced by him. Mm-hmm. And in this, it starts out with a, a little boy being just treated horribly. Mm-hmm. I mean, like beyond bullying, he's being beaten and everything by other kids in a playground. Mm-hmm. And then we come to know that this little boy... Grows up to be William Shatner, whose name is... Charlie. Charlie. Thank you. Charles. Charles. But they call him Charlie. And the main bully is named Ralph. Ralphie. No, it's not Ralphie. (laughs) I know, I know. But I wanted to call him Ralphie. I know. So um, he is a widower who has a young son who's six named Steve. Mm -hmm. And um, his sister, Charlie's sister, lives with them... Mm -hmm helping him since his wife died. But now the sister has a job. She's getting married. She's moving away. She's not going to be there. And she feels that Charlie is overprotective of his son and needs to let him go to the playground. That's right. And Bill keeps saying, no, that playground, it's evil and terrible things happen there Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to let him go there. So one day, and he keeps wandering down there at night and apparently it's always (laughs) night at this playground. Yeah, Um, which I should say, this isn't clear, but we sort of figured it out as it went along. It looks like it's in New York. Yes. And they live in like a brownstone and it looks like 
they've always lived there. Like this is their family home. That, yeah, because Bill ta- or Charlie talks about that. Yeah, um, but you don't really get that until about three quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is the house that they grew up in, and we think it's the same playground where he was tormented as a child. Yes, but none of this is really clear from the beginning because the exposition is not very good. So right. you just that's important to the plot mm-hmm. actually, and then you don't really know that until most of the way through the episode. I just wanted to put that in right. There. Very bad exposition, police in this episode. Mm-hmm. But so Bill keeps going to the playground and watching, and every time he's there, these and he's a man at night stalking a playground in a raincoat, <laughs> and nobody's worried. But every time he's there, it's these same kids, and they're going, Charlie, yeah. Charlie, and Ralph is there, and he's at the top of this slide that. Um, spiral slide. Spiral slide. Thank you. And he's like, Charlie, come on and play or whatever. And he goes down the slide and on the second spiral, he never comes comes out. He, he disappears. It's, yeah, it's very mysterious. It's very mysterious. So Bill comes home from work one day and his sister has taken Steve to the playground. <gasps> and he runs to the playground and there's Steve playing with the kids and, and having fun. Fun. You know, a good time. And Steve, get you know, get Stevie, get over here and blah blah blah. blah. They go home. He and the sister have a blow up. Blah 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 blah. So finally, Bill decides he is going to take Steve to the playground, and he gives him this heart to heart talk right. about you know you have to be strong and. But but before this, yes, he when he's having this argument with his sister, one of the things he says to his sister when she's saying to him, "You're being overprotective and you're not letting Charlie live, uh, Stevie live," um, you know, you can't fight his battles for him. And and Bill says, um, "I would I would fight for him. I would take all the blows for him. I would I would do everything for him if I could. I wish that I could basically change places with him." Mm-hmm. So that sets up the ending to this. Yes. You can see where it's going. <laughs> so in this conversation somehow, little Stevie decides that in this situation, he's the dad. Yeah. And so he's like chanting as they're going there. I'm the daddy. Mm-hmm. I'm the father. I'm the pa. Mm-hmm. I'm the daddy. I'm the father. You know, and everything. And so they get there. And of course, Bill is terrified. And all the kids are like, hi, Charlie. Mm-hmm. And Ralph, hi, Charlie. And everything. And so now what happens? Stevie goes in. And and so they walk to the spiral slide. Right. And um, Bill starts chanting, I am Stevie. Yes. And he goes to the top of the slide and he starts, he goes down the slide first. Right. And and Stevie comes up behind him. him. Right. And Ralph was up there. And Ralph was first. Yes. That's right. And so the three of them go down the slide. So Ralph the bully goes first and Bill goes second and the little boy Stevie goes third. And what happens (gasps) when they get down to the end? Little boy Stevie, I mean Ralph comes down. Yes. But then there's little boy Stevie, and so we're going. Bill has disappeared, and then Bill comes down. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the kids have grabbed little boy mm-hmm. and are beating the crap out of him. Charlie, Charlie, and blah 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 blah. And Bill is still grown up. Bill looking like him, but he is now Stevie, the little boy, the little boy, and he walks away from it. Mm-hmm. So they have done a body swap yep. on this magical slide mm-hmm. and he is taking the blows and the bullying for his yep. son they have changed just like he wished just like he wished got yep. his wish and, and as happened in so many twilight zones <laughs> and and the end the end <laughs> yep. so 
So, yeah, it just wasn't very good. No, no. It really wasn't. I mean, you could sort of see the twist coming. And it was so heavy-handed. And, and just, as we kept saying, it's always night at the playground, you know? Yeah, and, they, he'd leave the house, you know, in, in the day. day. They said it's at the end of the street or end of the block. And you get there, and it's night. And there's these children with these... Bangs. Bangs, yeah. yeah. It's the playground of the damned. Yes. It's the playground of hell. But I will say, I really did like the opening scene where he and the little boy were at home, you know, playing, laying that on the floor. That was good. That seemed that very good. That was really good. It was very, very real, very... They were playing with dinosaurs. Yes. That was very nice. Yes. And then there was a weird scene where um, Bill is coming home from work with one of his colleagues on the oh, subway. Yeah. Like, what, what was that supposed to be about? Why I was that know. even in there? That didn't add anything to it. I know. It. That was really... That guy who was playing his coworker was terrible. Oh, I know. He Bad was actor. way over the top. Yeah. And... So it was just, it was strange and it was. not very good. Although he looked good. Yes, he did look he good. Looked, um, he looked goodness. Yeah. I mean, he looked uh, trim and everything. There was a nice basket shot. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. Still That's dr- always good. Still dressing to the left. <laughs> <laughs> and now further contrast, probably the greatest thing we watched. Sarai <gasps> yes. reviewed Mirror. Mirror. Did we already talk about this on the show? I don't think we did. Okay, because we talked about it a whole bunch I know, last night, so I've lost track. She was, as always, brilliant, wonderful. Um, we're still quoting her. Yes. <laughs> it was great. She picked up on all the important stuff. Yep. She did a wonderful recap. I mean, I think she hit mm-hmm. all the, the plot points. She is so good at quoting from the episode. Yes. I mean, better than I can do it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And what is it? What? Spot, you traitorous pig. Pig. I'll string you up with your bulking ears. <laughs> and Spock says, I, I think, think not. not. <laughs> It's really wonderful. And also, there's a little interview now with her yes, online. they just she, posted it, yeah. Yes, where she talks about... Her favorite if, characters. And, you know, how, how long she's been watching Star Trek and mm-hmm. why she likes it. Yeah. And it's something she and her dad watch. Yeah. It's, oh, just so charming and wonderful. And I just want her to keep going and going. And, and uh, we were talking about it last night then with Amanda and Roger... And what episode should she do next? And I think it was Amanda who said the Tribbles. Oh. And I couldn't believe we hadn't even thought of that. That's like the perfect episode it for her really to do. Because she'll laugh and oh, laugh. Oh, yeah. Because the know. Tribbles are so cute. Um, I love the fact that um, her Spock Woody doll, they had done a beard on him. Yes. Just for that thing. And, yes. of course, she mentioned the fact that Spock had a beard, which yes. is really, really good. Because that's very important. It is. That's how you tell good Spock from bad Spock. Or generally good from evil. Yeah. Whether or not it has a beard. Yes. Yeah. So you should all go and watch her review of Mirror Mirror because yes. it, it is really, really good. But you know what I really liked that he did in this episode, which I'm not sure that he had done before, but her quotes were so good that he matched up her saying the quote with the clip from the episode. So right. as she was saying it, you saw the clip with her voice laid over the top of it. It was perfect. It, 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 it really was well. perfect. I can get that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor, not an engineer. <laughs> and then Scotty says, now you're an engineer. <laughs> I think they did a little of that syncing up in the Shirley Did they really? Episode, uh, okay. yes, yes. But this was perfect because she had so many quotes from this. Oh, yeah. She really, you know, hit, hit all the details. I love when they're living the Hawkins. And Kirk says, we'll be right back. back. <laughs> I like that. And then I loved it when it says, so O'Hora goes to the bridge. And then Sulu comes over and he says, 
hey, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she drops her voice. Yes. Like, that hey, baby. <laughs> She's wonderful, you know. And, and we were saying, she, you know, People, well-known people should pick up on this. She should oh. go on talk shows oh, and she things. Should. She's so amazing. She is totally wonderful. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome, and I can't wait for the next one to come out, and everybody should just watch it. I was looking at the stats, and I can't believe that her her videos don't have, like, half a million views because oh. they, they should. They have hundreds of views, but they should have thousands and thousands of views. I'm going to let her dad know that we're promoting it on the show. Yes. We could interview somebody. <gasps> oh, I wonder if she would. That do would it. be a great get, that as would be they great. say in the news biz. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see if she'd be up for it. We could send the questions ahead of time so she could be prepared. Yes. That yeah. Oh, that would good. be so cool. But also, um, I'll post it on my regular Facebook page, yeah. not just you know look mm-hmm. at his butt page and and here on the podcast and everything because I I just think it's it's so wonderful, so funny, and she's. She's just such a, it's such a dear. Oh, she's a delight. It's great. And she, and there goes the Trek tradition carrying on. Oh, yeah. To the next generation. And we did see a number of kids Lots here at kids. the con, yeah. which I think. They were dressed up. They were dressed up. They were having a good time. Yeah. Uh, there was a little boy who asked a question of Bill right before me. He was good. <laughs> he was good. He was saying, my dad and I ordered that watch you helped design and he's talking about it and bill goes oh how do you like it and he goes well it hasn't arrived yet and bill goes it will arrive tomorrow i am sure it will arrive tomorrow you know <laughs> bill was being very funny every time people were coming up and saying nice things he would immediately come back with you and i don't know each other do we <laughs> yes he was very funny he was good. He was in a really good mood. And he today was. he's in Niagara Falls. Yes. Another con. So mm-hmm. Bill is being just everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are times when he sort of, uh, like for several weekends in a row, does a con and a con. Mm-hmm. But he also did one earlier in the week. So he's yes. just hopping around. He is. And he said that he had done 10 episodes of Brown Bag Wine Tasting this past week. Yeah. Just banging them out one right after another. Yep. So I, I can't, like... He did five. He said he had done two days, so he must have done five each day. I mean, was he really drinking all that wine? <laughs> I want to see. Welcome the, to Brown Bag Wine. I want to see the last one. Yes, that he did in that that series of five. Yes, so you know? we can see how he's doing. Yeah, yes. he must have been pretty loose by then. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, um, let's wrap up this segment, okay. and now you'll get to hear what Amanda had to say. Um, because uh, she did a, a lovely little interview with us, which was really good. And thank you, Amanda and Roger, again, for coming to our party and yes. for the lovely, lovely gifts. We, we, had, we loved meeting you both. It was great. And it was it was just so much fun. It was great. Um, and we've got more stuff that, to talk about. I think maybe that'll be it for this particular show. But I think so. That we've done plenty. We have. But this has been a great con. Yes. Oh, we didn't talk about the biggest news of all. What? Amanda... Oh, yes. <laughs> Got my moment with Bill. Yes. On video. Video, yes. So she is going to be sending that to us. Yeah. So, um, and we will we will post that. So at the beginning of this show, you heard the audio. Yeah. Soon you will be able to see the video. Yeah, and it was good. Oh. It looked good. You gave him a big hug. And a kiss. And a kiss. <laughs> 